0: Welcome to another episode of the Green and Growing Podcast. It is Hannah here, and I am with my good friend and co host, Miss Sarah Nursewick. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about asking for help, raising your hand and saying, Hey, I need some help. And actually, what we're going to do is we're going to debunk four myths. That you might, be, you might be telling yourself this myth, um, your students or, or um, maybe even your co-teacher is saying this myth, and um, we're going to tell you why they're wrong and really just kind of try to help you open up your brain and think about how and who and when and where you can ask for help. So Sarah,
1: this first myth we're debunking is what? First myth. Asking for help is a sign of weakness. Ooh. Friends, that is just not true. Just not asking, true. Asking for help truly is a sign of strength. Why? When you have enough self actualization, self realization to know, hey, I don't know enough in this area, I need help, is way better then not ever knowing that you weren't good enough not ever knowing that you didn't have enough like just assuming you knew everything and really you were only skimming the surface and you you were not getting deep enough let me give you an example so um i think it was my fifth or fourth fifth year teaching i started a new school it was my fourth year teaching and i had an amazing team of ag communication kiddos. And the state I came from just did a media plan and presentation. And I was like, yes, media plan presentation, that is my vibe. Tell me to teach kids how to public speak. That is my passion. And then I realized that once we uh, got to this new state, they had to do AP-style quizzes and tests. And then once they qualified for state, they had to do the media plan presentation and Communication practicums of creating a, a magazine that was back in the magazine days for those of you who remember that using InDesign, um, using Premiere Pro, Adobe Premiere Pro to create a video and then writing a press release. And I was like, I don't know anything. So, my amazing friends at the the state uh, state office. I had um, the leadership development specialist, Aaron, who now I have the pleasure of working with every day at my job, and uh, Mr. Lastly, who was our um, state secretary. I raised my hands and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I am just skimming the surface right now. Maybe I was like a couple inches under the water because I knew about the presentation and I started understanding the the like AP style multiple choices, but I did not know enough. And let me tell you, I still do not know how to use Adobe Premiere Pro. I still do not know how to use InDesign. And then eventually it changed to... Um, Uh, not Squarespace, WordPress, Squarespace, WordPress, the website, it was WordPress. I still don't really know how to use those things. I have also coached three national championship teams and two other teams who made it in the top five at nationals for edcom. Because I raised my hand, I asked for help, and I got experts to hold the ladder for me, right? Right. So think about this like visual that sometimes you're climbing up the ladder, you're learning, you're growing, you're doing these things, you're learning skills. Maybe it's like college, right? College, you're like learning, you're growing. Then you get to like student teaching and your mentor teacher is holding the ladder. Like they're helping you get up. And then when you're coaching a team like me, the AgCom team, I was just holding the ladder. I wasn't going up the ladder with them. I was there with uh, Miss Neesmith and um, Mr. Lastly, and we were holding the ladder so those kids could gain those skills to climb up the ladder to the heights that they reached. It would have never happened for them if I hadn't raised my hand and said, I need help. And like, there are people, your state staff, i Hannah, I've been in conversations with a lot of state staff members recently. All they want to do is help the teachers. Yes. All they want to do is help. And they told me this. And I believe it because I felt it my first couple of years teaching. The teachers are scared to ask them questions. They literally get paid to answer your questions. They get paid by taxpayers of your state most of the time to answer your questions ask the dang question they are there to help you and if they don't have the answer at your state hannah this is myth number two myth like, number two. what do we do when nobody in our state can help us we've heard from
0: some other teachers uh and we've heard them say like if they're not from my state or if they're not they aren't from my state they can't help me. They don't like Minnesota FFA is way different than California FFA. And it's just like, it doesn't make sense for us to talk. And that's just, just not true. And Sarah, that ladder analogy was freaking great. And I'm going to continue on with it because y'all, we all are climbing ladders in our careers, right? We're all egg teachers and we're all climbing those ladders rung by rung. California may have a yellow ladder and maybe it's aluminum. Minnesota might have a blue ladder and it is, I don't know, steel or wood. You're still climbing the freaking ladder. You're still going up rung by rung. So California can still say, Hannah, this is how you climb the ladder. You just step one foot on top of the other, grab up while you're going vice versa. I can still do that for, you know, for Minnesota, for California or whatever state you're in. The help that they can provide you is still valuable and can still get you to that next rung on the ladder. Doesn't matter what state they're from. And in fact, I would even argue that it might make you better. You might learn things that that state really has nailed down. Like they have a system for it. They've figured out all of the kinks for a certain contest or maybe they've really ironed out their curriculum and their content for a certain area and that teacher is going to be able to share that information with you. Now, at Green and Growing, we have something called a specialist roster. And that roster is from agriculture teach their agriculture teachers who are all across the country. And what we know about agriculture education is that we teach a whole lot of things. What we also know is that these te- each teacher really is a specialist in a certain area, So your state might be different and even within your your own state, like other people in Minnesota, I know that there's some agriculture teachers who specialize in agronomy and there's other agriculture teachers who love that science and that is their area of specialization. So we've created a specialist roster, specialist teacher group that you can go ahead and tap into and get that knowledge from those teachers to be able to just one step up that ladder, one more rung up that ladder. And you know, brings-
1: like there are some people that are thinking right now, but like some people wouldn't share their secrets. And you know what? That's true. There are ag oh. teachers. There are states. There are people who will not share their secrets once they've gotten to some certain success. Those aren't the people that you want to to ask or even associate yourself with. I was um, talking to Mr. Parker. He is the state director of California a while back. And he told me he was successful when he was an ag teacher that he would rather let the competition know what he knew to know that he was teaching his kids even better. He would rather give away his secrets and, and share with other teachers so the competition would raise up to his level to continue pushing him and pushing his students to become better and better. Cause he's like, at the end of the day I'm helping prepare these kids for, you know for greatness in their careers, in, in their life. Why not push them to be better, push them to be harder. So knowing that there is a site, a space for you to know that these teachers have raised their hand and said, I will help you. I have the secrets and I will share that with you. Like how freeing is it to know, like there are people out there who want to share their secrets. You just gotta gotta go over and you can find that on our website under resources. Very easy to find. Very easy. Um,
0: Now you might be thinking, agriculture teachers are really busy. They're really busy. And I just don't want to be another, like I don't want to be a burden on their plate. I don't want it to seem like I, you know, to add to their busy schedule. And that's an assumption you're making. It's an assumption that you are adding to their busy schedule. Um, I think about my kids. I um, I have two kids, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. And this year I have a little bit more flexibility in my schedule to be able to volunteer at their school. And the opening week of school met both of their teachers and let them know, hey, I would love to volunteer in your classroom. I have, I have the ability to do that a little bit. And I, I just would love to be, be in here and support you, whatever that looks like. Um, and I didn't really hear anything back. So I emailed them and said, hey, like, I would love to like get your Amazon list. I would love to be a part of like, I don't know, whatever you need help with. You need help on a field trip. Count me in. There are teachers or sorry. There are um, parents, community members who are just like me that are waiting to be asked for help. And Sarah, I don't know confirm this. I think I have a busy schedule. Like I feel like I am a busy person. Yes, ma'am. You are a mom of two kids. I have two jobs. Um, like I feel pretty busy and yet I'm still like, more than willing, wanting to volunteer and be in the classroom. And I guarantee without a doubt, there is, if it's not a parent, it's a community member, it's maybe even another teacher in your school that is wanting to help, even if they have a, a busy schedule. And in fact, it might be quite the opposite, that you're not a burden, but that you're filling their cup, that you're bringing joy into their life. Um, and so I think that's sometimes a story that we tell ourselves. And quite honestly, that was one that I got caught up in, um, teaching is that I just don't want to like add anything else to anybody else's plate, or I've asked that person for a lot already. I don't want to ask them again. And it's just a story I was telling
1: myself that wasn't true. Wasn't true. Well, no. And here's another thing that's not true. Hannah, the myth that I just have to do it by myself. Ooh, (sighs) this one's tough. So I know Hannah worked as a single teacher. I worked as a single teacher um, for a while. And I 100% believe that myth. And it kind of was like in a combination of asking for help as a sign of weakness. You know, like if I I ask these people, they're going to think that, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not qualified. So they're going to look down on me and look down on my kids. So I just have to do it myself to show them that I know what I'm doing. So here's my question for you. Would you ask your student to do their proficiency on their own? 100%. Would you ask your officer team to do the, the banquet on their own? Just wondering would you ask your um your substitute teacher to just figure it out no Mm-mm. okay 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 we set those people up for success so why aren't we setting ourselves up for success by asking other people you do not get a gold star at the end of the day at your retirement ceremony um when you get inducted into your agriculture hall of fame someday Nobody's gonna say, "Man, Hannah was such a good ag teacher. She never asked for help. She did it all alone." No one's gonna say that. They're gonna talk about all the ways that you talked to the community, that you uh, like helped other teachers, that you you connected with the other people in your 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 school. Mm-hmm. You, you worked with your alumni. You worked with your advisory committee. People parents, teachers, the world, even though TikTok and Reels and like social media might be saying something different, people actually wish teachers had more help. Mm -hmm. People wish teachers got paid more. People wish that uh, teachers had more space in their day. People wish that teachers had less students in their classes. People wish that teachers didn't have to provide food and clothing to their students. And like all of those things are they're more like lower down Maslow's hierarchy of needs. But even if those are things that you're dealing with in your classroom, like asking for help to get those needs filled, there are people like Hannah said that are that want to do that. They have the funds to do that. They 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 have the time, they have the funds, they have the expertise to fill those gaps for you. Now, when I'm saying like, you're gonna you're probably gonna have to do your lesson plans on your own right even if you're going and searching and finding resources from people like you're gonna have to make it fit your format you're gonna have to do your field trip requests on your own you're Mm -hmm. gonna have to like drive the bus on your own from time to time if you if you're in a state that lets you do that like that's gonna happen but there are so many other ways that you can delegate to other people now here's something that they talked about at Accelerate Training at NAAE last year is like, when you delegate, you also have to train. Just know that to have, to to be able to delegate, you have to train those people. Um, Back at my old school in Georgia, we had one sub that was our go-to sub. Once he was trained, we never wanted anybody else in our classroom. (laughs) Because yep. we knew exactly what was going to happen. He knew he would text us, whatever. It was just a beautiful, magical situation. But it took a few times for us to get to the point where he knew about the chickens. He knew about which of the kids could go out. What you know, There's no doggy daycare. If there were dogs there, like who is taking them back to the school? Like there was a lot of craziness happening in our classroom. But we once we trained him, we trusted him. Just like your officers. If you take the extra time to train them and trust them, And let them know that you trust them. It's going to save your time in the long run. And if you're like, that sounds awesome, Sarah. But I don't even know where to start. Here is your starting point. Go to the Green and Growing website. There are resources on there that you can utilize right now. Whether you're in school or you're getting ready for school for next year. There's a takeaway library with resources you can just like download and go. There's this podcast that you're already listening to that you can scroll back through 155 more more podcasts that might provide you information or inspiration for how to to do this. There are blogs for you. There's the specialist teacher roster that Hannah talked about. Mm -hmm. But the best thing that you can do for yourself right now is invest in something that's going to allow you to get the resources you need and the community to support you. And that's happening this summer at germinate conference. And if you're like new to the world, Hannah, could you just give them like a quick little overview of like, what is germinate
0: and why should they care? Love this germinate is a virtual conference. So you can attend from your classroom, from home on the go. And what you can expect is there are 30 pre-recorded sessions. So in those sessions, they're 15 to 20 minutes long, super easy. You can watch them during your lunch break. And they are broken up into four different categories. So there's classroom instruction content, classroom instruction strategy, there is FFA, and then SAE sessions. And then what you can also expect with the pre recorded um, session is that you'll get a takeaway document. And the takeaway document is basically anything that pertains to that session that you just watched that would help you implement what you learned with ease. So think lesson plans, think email templates, think uh, checklists, and all of the things, links to websites on where to find specific information, YouTube videos, like the whole gamut, um, and you get access for life. So let's say maybe you can't attend when we kick off our our germinate conference in July, maybe you have county fair or officer retreat, you you can watch the sessions later. You can grab the sessions at the beginning of the school year that you need. You can come back midway through the school year and grab the other sessions, maybe when you're switching semesters or need some inspiration. Um, But that's one of the things that a lot of our attendees love is being able to go back watch a session, grab those takeaways and implement them. And that's really our goal. There's a couple of other really fun things about Germinate. We have live sessions so that you can interact. And like Sarah said, really get that community feel from the from a virtual conference. So we have a keynote session on how to kind of, how to like find that work-life balance um, with being an agriculture teacher and also having... a a great life outside of, of being an agriculture teacher. And then we have some sessions called watch parties and happy hours, um, which our attendees really enjoy as well.
1: Did I miss anything, Sarah? So just talking about like asking for help and, um, I feel like that all goes back to the theme of like, how can I like make more out of my time, which that keynote is like a huge thing that we are so excited about uh, yeah. being able to have a, a workshop where you are going to learn those strategies to help find balance. Um, I'm looking at our session agenda. Here are some other ones that might be interesting to you. If that's kind of your vibe, what you're trying to figure out this summer is six proven processes to increase productivity, building autonomy in your agri-science students, and um, It's not just you, how to power through the school year with energy, the no sweat chapter meetings, managing travel without losing your sanity, Okay. Uh, The coach approach, how to coach your CDE students for success regardless of the CDE that you're coaching. I mean, that's just a a tasting of the the sessions at Germany. And speaking of tasting, everyone has different tastes, right? Like when Hannah goes to Chick-fil-A, she gets a what, Hannah? Uh, eight-piece grilled nuggets. She gets eight-piece grilled nugget with a lemonade, don't you? Sure do. And the waffle fries with Chick-fil-A sauce. Okay. Sarah hacked the Chick-fil-A, you know, recipe recently. And I get a kale side salad with a spicy chicken filet. And if I'm feeling spicy, I get a half and half honor and Palmer, right? Or a Joy, as they call it. It's great. Han- Hannah and I went to the same restaurant and got two different experiences. Mm -hmm. The same thing goes for Germany. If I'm going to Germany and I need to focus on like my productivity, what are some systems I need? What are some organization I need just to like figure things out? I can make a whole conference about productivity. Mm -hmm. If Hannah knows that she needs to really focus on her SAEs and figuring out the best way to support her students in her urban school to to give really great SAE experiences that maybe aren't typical, she can make a whole germinate conference just like that. And that's the beauty of it is it's not one size fits all. It's you have it your way. Have it your way. So you have two action items after this. One is figure out an area that you are struggling with. What is something that you're feeling uncomfort in that you are feeling like just a little little tension in mm-hmm. and figure out who is that person who can help me through this? And don't just think about it. Do it. Ask you do that. not like literally send an email, send a text today, call about that, that thing. Right now, decide, like, pause this podcast and do it right now. Yep. Did you do it? Did you actually pause the podcast? Hello. Do it now if you haven't already. Okay. Now that we've done that, second is go onto the Germinate website and register for Germinate so you can really focus on you this summer and what you need. This is is you asking for help in a different way. You're saying, hey, I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to grow. And this is something like you got the experts all in one pool and they are ready to help you. So go out there, ask help friends.
0: Ask for that help. Bye-bye everyone.